Hi, and welcome to Daily Bread with Jam, a podcast by the Holy Spirit You Channel. My name is Michelle. As usual, I'm getting started these days, letting everyone know that this is a whosoever will channel. The topics that I deal with and speak about and uh, challenge all of us in have to do with the Word of God in and through Jesus Christ by the power of Holy Spirit. But because God is inclusive and he is a whosoever will God in and through Christ, because Christ is the Savior of the world and we are the world, that means that everyone is welcome and everyone is welcome to receive him. This isn't about us being, us comparing ourselves to each other, either for good or for bad. This is about us understanding the unconditional love, the forgiveness, the grace, the mercy, the peace, the joy, all of those things that God has made a way for us in since we are born into a chronic human condition called sin, seriously in need of healing. That's how I like to share it. So today I'm talking about peace. Today I'm talking about peace. So let's get right into it. My peace I give you, my peace I leave unto you. These are the words of Jesus Christ before he went into a place where we could no longer access him in the same way. I will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. All of these are scriptures. So please look them up. Some of this is, some of this I don't give the, the, the reference because I'm not readily looking at it. I haven't committed what I call the scripture addresses to memory for a, for a reason. I started doing, stopped doing that a long time ago. But sometimes it's not for me to share that. Sometimes it's for you to study to show yourself approved. So I'll share the scripture or give you a reference or let you know it's in the Bible. And then um, I believe Holy Spirit expects you and me uh, and all of us to work together to understand and to commune with him over his word. So sometimes I'll give that information depending on how the Spirit is leading, and sometimes I won't. Um, but those scriptures are in the Bible. My peace I give you, my peace I leave unto you. Um, I will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. And one of the things I've learned over the in all of the experiences in, in my time here in the earth and on the earth is that the signature of God is peace. I believe that's one of the reasons which Jesus is conveying when he makes that statement. First of all, he calls it his peace. And it, it's in the family of all things. Understand that, that just like there is no uh, sliding scale of, of, of offense in God's eyes, there's no sliding scale of, you know, Love isn't greater than peace. Love, of course, encompasses all of them, but it's just like Father, Son, and Spirit. They're not in competition. They have the same vision, the same mission. They are the same person in different forms, in different manifestations. You see the Father, Abba, in creation. You see Jesus Christ in manifestation and demonstration. Then you have Holy Spirit poured out in transformation. Holy Spirit is the same Spirit that is in Christ. So we're not talking about competing things. 
So when I talk about peace, peace also includes love and joy and self-control and all of those things we see in Galatians 5 as what we call the fruit of the Spirit. Those things born of the Spirit. Those things produced by the Spirit. Peace, I believe, is the signature of God. You may not understand the circumstance or the situation. I have circumstances and situations right now, no matter how great or how small, that I, okay, it's just okay, Lord, because I have no way either to figure it out. I don't have the inclination to figure it out. I know it's not my place to figure it out. It's my place to use my faith to continue to trust God. And even in that, I say that rather tongue-in-cheek because I also understand that without me humbling myself, without me repenting, without me allowing myself to be led of, of the Holy Spirit, and there's only one, of Holy Spirit, then I can't even do that. He's given every one of us a measure of faith. That's also in the Bible. Every single person he's given a measure of faith. What we choose to do with that is up to us. So when he looks and he says, I cannot find faith in the earth, he's saying that we didn't use our measure properly because he's given it. He's just God, a just God. So the things he expects from us, he's provided, he's provided to us, he's demonstrated it for us, and he's given himself to us to know how to use properly, to understand that these are things that can only come from him. And so our lot in life, as we like to say, is to learn how to be Christ-like or to allow Holy Spirit to form Christ in us if that's what we say we believe. Peace, then. Peace in, in the middle of the storm, when there's not a storm, peace just on the day-to-day, peace at breakfast, peace at lunch, peace at dinner, peace when you're taking care of your home, your family, your children, your friends, you're at work. Peace is the signature of God. And I'm specifically speaking about inner peace. Remember, the things of God begin internally. Don't look for things outside of yourself that you are not willing to become in Christ. He uses us to convey, not just to convey his message. We do a lot of talking. We need to do less talking and more living in the spirit, by the spirit. Peace then becomes one of the fruit, the byproducts of a life that is committed to trusting God. Even when we could be going in our minds, in our souls, our soulless, uh, our souls might be going all over the place. We might be all over the place. Right? That's what, that's what it means in the midst of a storm. You don't know what's going on. It could be a good situation or a bad situation. It doesn't matter. We don't have to rate it that way. What we can say is, I don't understand what's going on, but I feel like this is, I believe in my spirit, not I feel. I believe in my spirit, Holy Spirit, that you're telling me what to do. Now, let me tell you a way that you can test it. Because we think we're so grand and we're so glorious that God is going to call our names. And like Samuel, we're just going to hop up and say, here I am, Lord. And, and, and let me just tell you, that's not the case. Generally speaking, now we can be, let me clarify, we can be available and still resistant. We can be available and willing and still hesitant. Here 
where I am may not come immediately, but it will come if we're trusting and if we're humble and if we're repentant and if we're prayerful and if we're forgiving. He will manifest peace in our lives in a way where even when we don't, which is most of the time, we think we're going to say, hey, here I am, Lord, let's go. No, because the thing he's going to tell you is always going to challenge you beyond what you think you know. I am a witness. Even if it's something that you think you want, he's going to say, okay, well, here's what we're going to do. Number one, it's going to look like nothing that you've ever heard of or thought of beyond all we can ask or think. Ask or think. So there are some things that are off limits to us by the Spirit of God because he knows that we will try to mess it up. Not try. (laughs) We will, in many cases, mess it up. It doesn't mean he can't fix it or that he hasn't already made a way to fix it. That's not what I'm talking about. We will think that it's supposed to happen a certain way. So peace then becomes the guide. He leadeth me beside still or peaceful waters. So the leading is marked by peace. Yea, though I walk through, the leading is marked by peace. There are a number of peace scriptures, but understand that peace is a manifestation of God by the power of Holy Spirit. Peace in your life. I want world peace. Okay, become peace. You've got turmoil and chaos and destruction and all of these things going on not only around you but in you for a number of reasons. We've got these things happening, and yet we want to always point externally. Jesus has already told us you're looking at the wrong things. I'm looking at your thought process. I'm looking at what you believe. I'm looking at at how you align your life with my word. I'm looking at if you really want me or not. But even when we don't know, he says, my peace. I'm giving you my peace. Now, of course, it's manifested by Holy Spirit. God is everywhere at the same time. So he's internal, external. He's up, he's down. Jesus, uh, Jesus, not Jesus. David already told us that. If I go into heaven, you're there. If I, go in, if I descend into hell, you're also there. I'm not going to qualify that. Because those who, if, you're, if you are truly a believer, or even just trying to believe, you will understand that statement. We shouldn't have to qualify everything. My role is not to make you believe or to convince you to believe. My role, that as, as I understand it, of course, it, it could change, and I may be off base, but I don't think I am to this point. I think I, I am good. I think I have peace in saying, my role is to simply share what I've been, what's been revealed to me, either through revelation and or through experience and revelation. Most of the time, both. There are very few things that the Lord has, 
just shown me. There's also been an element of intercession, of prayer, and we'll talk in another segment about prayer and intercession, what the differences are and what the function of those are. He does show me things. I, I see things. I tell people that all the time. Well, how did you know? I saw it. And people say, oh, you know, the prophetic gift. Well, a lot of people are abusing the prophetic gift. You do have false prophets. And generally speaking, if you are a, a if you are truly, if the Lord is truly using you to convey his message, you don't want to be the one telling it. So all of these things that we do to glamorize some of some of these processes that we have to go through in our walk as it relates to God and as it relates to uh, being led of Holy Spirit as it relates to having Christ formed in us, they're not glamorous. They're not even things you really want to do from one standpoint. And at the, on the other hand, you know that it's necessary part of the process. That's why trust is important as well. We'll talk separately about trust. But peace then becomes when the Lord says, I need you to go tell this person X, Y, Z, and you're like, I don't even know them. What, and, and, and let me tell you how it happens generally. You want, what? You want me to tell who what? <laughs> and he'll say, unless, unless there's some sort of tantrum involved, and there have been tantrums, <laughs> after which he will say, now get up and go do what I told you to do. You get up and you go, and he'll say, I'll say, okay, Lord, I'm just, I'm, okay. You write it, you call them, whatever it is you're supposed to do. Your go and do may be uh, in, in the spirit. Your go and, but generally, if he's going to tell you to tell a specific person something, even people you don't know in the grocery store or in a parking lot or as you're walking down the hallway, hey. And he says, I don't need you to know. I need them to know. They will know what you're talking about. Peace, not my understanding, not what I think or feel. Peace then becomes the signature for me knowing, okay, Lord, for me putting down, wrestling down the flesh long enough for me to be obedient. And I joke about this, but it is the truth. The question that always has to be asked is, do I want to live with having done this? And I'm talking about good things, things that we would consider good, things that God considers good. Do I want to live with having done this and having another human think that I'm a little, you know, off? Or do I want to live with God knowing that I didn't do it? I will take, I'll do it any day. If you've ever, you, those of you that have been there know exactly what I'm talking about. I do not want to be on the other side of obedience when I know that I was supposed to do something and just didn't want to do it because of what the external would look like. Am I perfected in that? Not by a long shot. We are all being perfected when we allow ourselves to be. But one thing I will say is that I've gotten better over the time by the grace, the mercy, the leading of Holy Spirit in and through the name of Jesus. I'm quicker than I used to be. Doesn't mean it's still not awkward. But I will go do it in a heartbeat. 
it, it, it doesn't take me days or weeks or months because I know I do not want to, don't want to lose sleep. <laughs> don't want to be up praying every night because I didn't do it. Right? There are things that come along with it. Whom the Father loves, he chastens. So we like to be disciplined in the things that we want to do in terms of forming habits. We don't like to be disciplined in terms of God ordering our steps and telling us what to do. And when we don't do it, having that sit with us. Because we've been taught that discipline, that kind of discipline, is a bad thing when it's not. Spare the rod, spoil the child. And that includes spiritual children. God is not an abuser. Never has been. He is all-knowing. He is all-seeing. He is everywhere. Knows everything at the same time, the beginning from the end, the end from the beginning. He is the author and the finisher of our faith, the alpha and the omega and everything in between. There is nothing new under the sun. The rules, the guidance, the commandments, the instructions, the parables, everything he gives us is because he knows, not because he doesn't know. The word of God says he was tested in everything that any human could be tested in. Tested. We want to talk about trials as if, oh, we have to go. No, what he's saying is the way to temper and put down the flesh is through trial. The way you know the difference is peace. Peace is part of blessing. Blessing is life. Life is love. All of them go together. We are pivoting from a place of cursing. Oh, Lord, why, why, why? Oh, why do I have only this and they have that? And let me go see what's on television because that is my life. Let me go do this. Let me go do that. This is my gift, my talent, my ability. I'm just going to go do me. That's all cursing. Why? Because it puts the flesh first. That's not where life is. It doesn't mean we can't do it. He's going to allow us to do it because that's the choice we make. He gave us free choice. He's not going to violate it. We'll talk soon about how he can move furniture, though, how he can put up a few detour signs, not violating our choice, but causing us to go the way we're supposed to go. If we are intent on doing that, he will make sure we get there. He's provided himself at every point, even to the extent of saying, look, I know you can't do this, so let me teach you. He made it possible. Then he came and showed it to us sacrificed his life to make it happen, and then poured himself out to say, I, now i got to teach you. Just, just, just follow me. <laughs> Take up your cross and follow me. That's what that means. It doesn't mean we, have, we go back to the cross. We can't. Well, you know, this is my cross. No, that's not what he said. He said, take it up, meaning that you have to, we have to, in the grace of God, by the peace of God, allow the cross of Christ to be applied and subject to. No, let me, let me switch that. Allow our unruly, unholy flesh, the carnality, what I call the spirit of dirt, ashes to ashes, to death shall return, all of that, to be subject to our belief in Christ's substitution on our behalf on the cross. And that the power of the cross is not only the blood he shed on it, but also the resurrection 
the death, the burial, and the, that whole process is what makes our existence today even possible. So he's already made it possible for us to live. We're talking about peace. He's already made it possible for us to be here even to make the wrong choices. God breathed, Adam became. There is no becoming without God's breath. How we use it is another thing. As you can tell with Adam and Eve. Peace then is, despite all of the externals that are clearly there, right? They're clearly there. He's saying that's the after effect. If you follow me, because there is no other place of peace. If you follow me, true, pre- true peace, even when you don't think you can see me, when you don't think, when you don't know if you're hearing me right, when I'm not manifesting myself in the way or, 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 you know, when I'm cloaking myself or not manifesting in a way that you think I should, peace will be the thing that shows you which direction to go, which way to go, which thing to do, which thing not to do. Peace is part of the blessing. You can't pivot out of cursing into blessing. You can't springboard out of cursing into blessing without peace. But it's part of the package, right? You don't just get peace. What we're getting here is God. What we're getting here is Christ-likeness. Paul said, till Christ be formed in you. Lord, forgive me for lying. Replace it with truth, okay? That's where Christ is going to go in. Holy Spirit's going to go in. When he's talking about clean your house, he's talking about this house, the the one we live in. Spirit, soul. Spirit, soul, then the body. Clean your house, but don't leave it empty. (laughs) That's what he says. That's That's also in the Bible. Anything that we repent of, we need to ask him to replace it with himself. We don't like, we don't just want to get from God. That's not, it's a part of the process, so it's something we don't have to ask for. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he will add. So we don't, the, the way that we use prayer is to ask for things he said he'd already add. That's another segment, but understand that there are things that we have in us, that we know cause us drama, destruction, destroy relationships, destroy other people, destroy even our own selves. And he says, when you repent of that, you give me permission to replace it with me. Peace. That's how we get to peace. It's not that we can't be challenged and we shouldn't be challenged. That's the only way we grow and learn. You show me anybody that goes to the gym not to build bulk or muscle or to get more tone. And yet when we talk about these same kinds of things at a spiritual level, we're looking around like. (laughs) But the principle The spiritual principle is super to the natural. 
So when we talk about exercising the muscle of faith, how do we do that unless God provides us with those opportunities in himself? And then when there's so much going on that it's like, okay, I'm like really confused. God is not the author of confusion or the father of confusion. Um, I, I feel like I'm confused. I, my favorite, my, one of my favorite terms, I don't use it as much anymore, but I used to for a very long time. There's some inconsistencies here. There's some inconsistencies between what I'm seeing in your word and what's actually happening. Even though I know you said X, Y, Z, not just in your word, but to me, right? Because there's the public word which applies generally speaking, and then there are aspects of the, of the word he will, that are personalized to us. I don't mean out of context. I don't mean against his word. He's not going to go against himself. We do that. So be clear about what I'm saying. Michelle, I need you to go do X, Y, Z. Now, to Michelle, it's going to look like craziness. Okay, Lord, what you're saying is not what I'm seeing. But what he's showing me is that I need you to trust me. I need you to follow peace. Seek peace and pursue it. Why does he say that? Because he says that's, that's how you know it's me even when you don't think you know it's me. Seek peace and pursue that. That's part of the blessing. That's where the life is. That's where I'm taking you. That's the direction of the promised land. The promised land isn't it's physical. But it's spiritual, heaven. But it's also here, spiritually. When we follow peace, seek it. He says, look for, I need you to look for peace and seek that because that's the direction you need to go. It doesn't mean that we are on our own. It means when you don't know how to find me, I am always in the direction of peace. That's where I am. So today, and every day of your life, every moment, we don't have time like we think we have time. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Seek peace and pursue it. As he says, my peace I live, I give you my peace, I leave it with you. Because he says, you may not always know what, I'm look, what I look like or how I'm going to lead you. We don't. So we need to continue to cast down our golden crowns, to humble ourselves. He didn't say you don't have them. He just said they're not, compared to me, he is the only standard. Compared to me, what you have a crown on for? I'm going to put it on you. We try to, we, we got like 10 crowns. Then we want to go show everybody. Those who humble themselves shall be exalted. That's what he says. He didn't say, after you figure that, after you think that you have been humbled long enough, then you can exalt yourself. That's not what the word says. He says, those who humble themselves, insert before God, shall also be exalted by God. Seek peace and pursue it. My peace I leave with you. All of these things, I will keep you in perfect peace. There's a superlative of peace, a superlative of a superlative, above all that you could ask or think, a superlative of a superlative, above all. Peace is the signature of God. As, as, as I try to do, remember to do, if I ever, ever forget, it's just stay with me. Well, keep walking with me. We're all walking with the Lord through this journey. Wherever you are in your walk today, know that God loves you. Don't ever let anybody tell you that. 
but we're all accountable for our choices. He gave us the capacity for free choice. We're all accountable to him for our choices. Those other people know and those they don't, the internal ones and the ones that manifest. But God gave his life so that all of us may have life and so that all families, all people of the earth would be blessed. All people in the human race would be blessed. That's why. So wherever you are today, whoever you are, God loves you. And if you have not already accepted his invitation, he continues to invite you. Every morning, there's mercy. And within that day, within that new morning and that day that comes with it, there's grace for us to receive him and to continue for those of us that have received him or or received the invitation, accepted the invitation, or want to walk with him. He gives us the grace to humble ourselves and to continue to repent so that he can lead us in the way of truth and love and light and joy and hope. According to Galatians, it's... Galatians 5 is all listed there. But for today, let's seek peace and pursue that. My name is Michelle. I bless you. I appreciate you. I love, agape you. And we are challenged together. Let's continue to walk in unity or begin to walk in unity together. That's who God is. He desired us. He doesn't need us. That's humbling all by itself. I am not your standard. You are not mine. Christ is the standard of love and of blessing. And we need to, you know, lately I'm not getting pivot out of, pivot out of cursing into blessing. I'm getting springboard out of cursing into blessing. And I believe that on the heels of this is restoration and re- revive all. Revive us again. Have an amazing day. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.